Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Melissa Rich, and I would like to welcome you to the Taking Care of Your Temple podcast. This episode is called Morning Mindset Makeover. And this is part one because there will be a part two. So let me introduce myself and kind of go through some of the things that I always do at the start of a podcast episode. The objective of this podcast is to help women connect with God on a regular basis and to use his grace, power, and strength to improve their physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. And the way that I advocate doing this, and there's probably a lot of other different ways too, is to use four different principles. The first one is to keep our focus on God. And this is one of those, every time I have a guest, I ask them, is this an easy thing to do? And they're like, yeah, no, we get so distracted. So don't feel like you're the only one who does this because I promise you are not. We just have to keep pulling our attention back to him, back to him. It's an ongoing, continual process. Next is to acknowledge that we are not enough on our own. And the reason this is important is because if we think we can do it ourselves, which I used to do when I was much younger and more foolish, then we don't ask for his help. And he is not going to give help unless we ask him for it. If we ask him, he's happy to give it, but he won't force it on us. Even if he's looking at it, shaking his head, going, there she goes again. This is not going to end well. So we need to realize that we need his help and ask him for it. Third principle is to remind ourselves that it is about progress, not perfection. Ladies, God does not expect us to be perfect, thank goodness. And so we really should not expect perfection from ourselves. But we do tend to do that at times. Stop doing that. It's about progress. Are you moving forward? Are you getting better? That's what matters. And then the fourth one is to consistently work on changing our thoughts. Our thoughts are incredibly important because they determine how we think, act, feel, where we go, what we do, who we hang out with. And if your thoughts are leading you in a negative direction, then you need to be aware of that and work on changing them so that you can go in a different, more positive direction. Okay, the verse for this podcast is 1 Corinthians 3.16. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? I thought that was a very appropriate one for this podcast. Okay. Let me start off with a quick prayer and invite you all to join me. Lord, thank you so much for allowing me to have this platform. I just ask that we'll be effective. I ask that the people who are listening will get something out of it and that the words that I say are coming from you and that they will point people back toward you. Thank you for your love. Amen. Okay, so I picked this topic, Morning Mindset Makeover, because... I just feel like so many people kind of go through life feeling like things just happened to me. I'm just drifting in this river in a boat. I have no oars, no motor, no, I'm not a boat person. I don't know, whatever else you could use to steer a boat. You don't have any of it. You're just drifting wherever the currents take you. That, And they feel like they have no power to be able to change things and make them different. And I don't agree with that. Never agreed with that. So I believe that there are things that we can do to set ourselves up to have a really good day, a good week, a good year, a good life. Not perfect. Realize that. But we can we can do better. And y'all, bad things are going to happen. Irritating, annoying, frustrating things are going to happen. Life is full of them. So we can either let ourselves get totally 
frustrated and upset and angry about them, or we can take a few deep breaths and tell ourselves, okay, but I can still do all these other things that I wanted to do. So what I've got, I have compiled a whole list, and there are so many that, I, again, I, I broke it up into two, um, of things that we can do early in the morning, or like first thing in the morning, to start our day off right. First one. Some of you aren't going to like this. I get it, but it is wake up early. If you can get yourself going early, then you're going to feel less rushed and you're already ahead of the game. There are some benefits to waking up early. There are biological benefits and there are behavioral benefits. And both of these are good. They can set you up for having a better day and therefore having a better night. So you have a next better day. Waking up early helps regulate your circadian rhythm. The circadian rhythm is that body's um, internal 24-hour cycle that responds to changes in light. So if we wake up and we have that light hit our eyes, that cues the brain that, oh, it's time to wake up. It's morning. I've got to get going. And kicking off the day with early light also helps your body settle down at night when it gets dark. So again, you're you're getting benefits on both ends. Um, another benefit is of waking up early is that you may end up boosting productivity. Cortisol, which is also known as the stress hormone, plays a role in stimulating wakefulness. And that hormone kind of ebbs and thro- flows throughout the day. For most people, it peaks in the morning somewhere around 8 a.m. I guess it depends on when you wake up. But cortisol works to promote wakefulness and alertness. So the healthiest and most productive thing to do is try to line up your behavioral and work schedule with those biological changes. I've known for years that if I need to get something done, I do it in the morning, something that takes focus and concentration, like writing or doing a podcast. The worst time for me to try to do anything is like somewhere between one and two o'clock in the afternoon. I get that afternoon slump. I'm tired. And y'all, I'll be real honest. I take a nap every day when I can. Here in my office, I have recliners because I'm a hypnotist. And so I I have my clients, you know, recline back so they can be comfortable. And I take a 15 or 20 minute nap every day when it's possible. I don't take three hour naps. I can't. 15 or 20 minutes, just enough to relax, to help me, you know, feel recharged. So it's really a good thing. And again, there are definitely times that I know, no, I'm not going to try to do things at that hour. Also, I thought this one was interesting. I didn't know this. I knew about the uh, different times to schedule things, but early risers may have a lower risk of developing different chronic diseases. Who knew? Um, People who wake up early utilize more fat during rest and exercise. That's a good thing. And they are more insulin sensitive than late risers, which can translate to a lower risk for type 2 diabetes. Okay. Also, studies have found that people who wake up early do typically more physical activity in the morning and are less sedentary during the day. And moving around is good for all kinds of things for you. Uh, Reduces the risk for everything from cardiovascular disease, anxiety, some cancers, and more. So, hey, good all the way around. Also, waking up early can help your mental health. People who make the change to shifting to bed earlier, studies have found they tend to have less depression. So get up early, get yourself going, 
get it in gear. Okay. Another thing that can be helpful to do first thing in the morning is to wake up at the same time every day. Yes, including weekends. Sorry for those of you who like to sleep in. Um, waking up at the same time helps build what's called a sleep drive. And sleep drive is what makes us feel sleepy in the evening. So the longer we're awake, the more sleep drive we have. So getting up earlier will help with that. So again, waking up at the same time every day. And I really pretty much do that. I I kind of wish I didn't. I wish I could sleep in on Saturdays and Sundays. No, nope. my eyes pop open. I'm awake. So I get up. But it does, I think, also help me fall asleep easier at night. I think those are correct. Okay. Another thing that you can do to help start your day off well is to have a morning prayer. Start your day off talking to God. Thank him for the gift of a new day and ask for his guidance, ask for his blessings, some benefits of doing this. Obviously, I mean, you're connecting with God. That's always a good thing. We get more done because when we start the day with him and turning things over to him, that removes weight probably not physical, but emotional uh, and mental, maybe spiritual way too, and stress from us. So we feel better because we've asked for help. We know we're going to get it. So our anxiety decreases. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So, y'all, we live in such an anxiety-producing world. Anything that we can do to lower anxiety, totally worth it. Also, starting off with prayer, it keeps us moving in the right direction. It also reminds us that, you know, life is about a relationship with God. That's what we should be doing. It's, it's a relationship where we should be serving Him, enjoying Him, and pleasing him and again connecting with him on a regular basis psalm 16 11 says you will show me the path that leads to life your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever who doesn't want joy and pleasure forever so those are all good things the next thing that you can do early in the morning that really ties into the one i just talked about praying is practice gratitude I think so many people are angry, frustrated, irritated, annoyed. And a big part of that is because they're not really aware of or mindful of or giving thanks for the blessings that they have. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether it's something tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the good things in their lives. They also recognize, again, especially as Christians, that the source of that goodness lies outside of us. Those good things, and y'all, I do this every morning before I even get out of bed. I start thanking God for different things in my life. I don't deserve them. I didn't particularly do anything to make them happen. God gave them to me. And so I express gratitude for that. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. And this is positive psychology is a secular psychology. So even secular people are saying, y'all, if you're gratitude, if you have grateful, you're going to be happier. The Bible tells us that, but popular secular psychology does as well. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions. 
enjoy good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships with other people. So again, it is just an all-around good thing to do. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently, oh, I said that one, sorry. A review, moving on, of 70 studies that include responses from more than 26,000 people found that there was an association between higher levels of gratitude and lower levels of depression. Again, if we are grateful, if we are mindful of our blessings, we tend to be less depressed. People with a grateful mindset report higher satisfaction with life, strong social relationships, and more self-esteem than people who don't practice gratitude. So if you're not sure how to do this, yeah, it's really easy. Write down some things that you're thankful for. Maybe start with three to five things every day. Keep a gratitude journal and just jot down. I'm thankful for my health. If you have good health, that's a good thing to be thankful for. Thankful for this house. Thankful for my job, for my family, for my church. There's five right there. And you can every day write down some more. It really, it kind of refocuses your attention on the positive things in life. You become more aware of them when you are expressing gratitude for them and giving thanks for it. It just makes us more mindful of our blessings and how good God has been to us. Okay, another thing you can do early in the morning. I've kind of mixed up some faith-based things and some secular things. So it's just kind of, they're not organized in any particular fashion. Hydrate. Start your day by drinking some water to rehydrate your body after sleep. Drinking water first thing in the morning is really a good thing because you've been six to eight hours without drinking anything while you were sleeping. If you drink two or three glasses of water when you wake up, it's a good way to rehydrate your body quickly. And drinking water in first thing in the morning increases your level of alertness. So you feel more alert. And, you know, you're awake and some of us need help feeling alert in the morning anyway. So drinking water is a good way to do that. One of the main indications of fatigue and tiredness is that you're dehydrated. When you get dehydrated, you tend to feel tired. You have a hard time getting yourself going. So if the first thing that you do is drink some water, it gets your body ready to go, boosts your alertness and your energy levels so that you do feel more energized and ready to tackle the day. Water can stimulate faster growth of red blood cells in your system, and it generates more oxygen in your blood. And this combination of things gives you a boost of energy. So again, as you can see, those of you who are watching this video, I'm drinking water consistently. I do all the time. I drink water all day long, as you can see. And at night, I sleep with an insulated tumbler on my bedside table. Uh, I have, tend to have dry mouth. So I, I drink water like all the time. So I do drink it in my sleep, actually a fair amount. And then I have to get up and use the bathroom, but oh well. The next thing that we can do to give ourselves a good day or a good start on the day is to seek wisdom. A lot of people never think about doing that, just asking God for wisdom. If we pray for wisdom and discernment about decisions that we have to make in the day, he's going to give them to us. How do I know this, you ask? I will tell you, because James 1.5 says, but if any of you lack wisdom, you should pray to God. Who will give it to you? Because God gives generously and graciously to all. So if you especially have some tough things coming up, ask God for wisdom, insight, 
discernment, creativity, maybe out-of-the-box thinking. He'll give it to you, but you have to ask. Next, another one that's really good is to start off stretching. A gentle stretch in the morning can help wake up your body and can improve flexibility. And they're really finding now that stretching is really important, especially as you get older. Stretching the first thing in the morning can relieve any tension or pain that you may have experienced from sleeping the night before. Because, you know, a lot of times we get in a position and we don't move for several hours or it feels like we don't. Um, stretching also increases your blood flow and prepares your body for the day ahead. Stretching before bed relaxes your muscles and helps prevent you from waking up with more pain. Now, full disclosure here. A lot of these things I do, not all of them. Stretching is one I do not do at all because I am one of the most inflexible people on the planet. You know, I, I've never been able to touch my toes. I just can't do it. Um, I remember I was in second or third grade and the teacher had us touching our toes and stretching and, and I couldn't do it. And so I started bending my knees so that I could touch my toes. And I remember the teacher going, now, Melissa, you have to do it with your legs straight. And I'm thinking, okay, lady, I can keep my legs straight and not touch my toes, or I can bend them and touch my toes. I can't do both. Pick one, because I've just never been able to. So, you know, this is one that I do not do because I can't do it very well. But some of you can. So great. Go ahead and do it. Another one that I do a lot of is exercising. Engage in a workout or a brisk walk early in the morning. It will help boost your energy and it will improve your mood. You will feel better. I know that sounds counterintuitive. I am not going to feel better if I get up early and go exercise. I know some of you are thinking that. I can hear it. I kind of feel like that. Oh, gosh, I'm really going to date myself. This the show that was on TV ages ago, I think it was called Romper Room. And this lady had this supposedly magic mirror where she could see people. I always got mad because I see Johnny. I see Sue. I see Patty. They never saw Melissa. That was just not not the name that got picked. Anyway, but I kind of feel like that. I can see you all thinking that. Um, so exercising, especially in the morning, it encourages you to eat healthier. This is a big one for me. I work out pretty well before I eat breakfast. So guess what? Am I going to eat waffles and syrup for breakfast when I've just worked out? Uh-uh. I'm going to eat healthy a healthy breakfast because I worked out for 45 minutes. And I did. This morning already in Waco, it is 10.55, and I've already taken 10,273 steps because I worked out. I walked my dog, and I did a couple of workouts. So guess what? I ate a healthy breakfast. So I promise you that does work. Um, it boosts energy throughout the day. Absolutely. Burns calories. Yes. Lowers blood pressure. Improves focus and cognition or thinking. You think more clearly when your body is feeling good because you've worked out. Puts you in a better mood, reduces stress, lowers your risk for diabetes. I mean, that's a good one. And helps you sleep better. We all need that. It also improves fitness, concentration, and productivity. And again, exercise is a big, big thing for me. And yes, I do it. Like I get up in the morning, use the bathroom, brush my teeth, all that stuff, let my dogs out. Then I have my quiet time. And then I start working out. I walk my dog. And then usually I'll go for a walk or run, or I'll run on my uh, rebounder, little round trampoline, or I have several different recordings. I did one this morning, a uh, online walking, in, indoor walking thing. But it's huge. And y'all, I'm 66. 
I feel better when I work out. No question. Okay. Next thing that you can do, I kind of talked about this one already, is eat a healthy breakfast. Fuel your body with a nutritious breakfast that includes things like fruits, whole grains, and protein. A lot of people do not eat protein at breakfast. And guess what? You feel hungry within a couple of hours because your body needs protein. So try to do that. Breakfast is often called the most, most important meal of the day. And there's a reason for that. Breakfast means breaking your overnight fast, break fast. So that's where the name, name came from. It replenishes your supply of glucose so that your energy levels and alertness are boosted. And it also provides other essential nutrients. It stabilizes your blood sugar levels. And there are a ton of studies that have shown the health benefits of eating breakfast. Um, it improves brain functioning, may reduce the risk of illness. It improves your metabolism. So I try to have breakfast as the biggest meal of my day. It's not always, but it's 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 sometimes it's breakfast and lunch are about the same size. I always try to have dinner as the smallest because I'm not doing anything after dinner. I'm not working out that time of night because I go to bed early. So yeah, I try to get that done. So you probably heard the saying that, uh, what is it? Eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. So I changed it up since it's I'm a girl. Breakfast like a queen, lunch like a princess, and dinner like a pauper. That makes the most sense. And it really does make sense to eat that way. It's just something I started doing several years ago when I thought about it going, why am I eating a really big meal for dinner? And then I, I'm done with my working out. I'm not really doing much after dinner except like getting ready for the next day and going to bed. So I reverse that. Okay. Another thing that you can do to start your day off well is to read scripture. Spend time reading and reflecting on Bible verses or passages that inspire or uplift you. Boy, that's such a great way to start your day off. It really is. Focusing on God's word, getting it into your heart. So good. So good. Reading scripture throughout the day is good, but I think in the morning it's particularly beneficial because, again, it just it starts your day in that positive direction. Proverbs 3, 9 says, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. So if we give God the first of our money, it really seems reasonable that we should give him the first part of our time as well. Before things get too hectic, loud, and confused, which my day tends to do, probably yours does as well at times, it's easier to hear him when things are quieter and calmer. So I like that. Psalm 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. And by the way, full disclosure, being still is one of the hardest things for me to do. Not my body, my mind. It's so hard for me to shut that off. With all the noise in life, God tells us to hush, to stop the hustle and bustle, and to take Spend some time with him. I find this a lot easier to do at the beginning of the day when it's quiet anyway and it's dark outside. Then it's easier for me to focus because like I said, I have a hard time getting my mind to be quiet anyway. Another thing that you can do in the morning to help yourself have a good day is to plan your day. Create a to-do list or prioritize tasks so that you stay organized and focused. If we plan things out, it doesn't have to be to the minute, y'all, but at least have a general plan of what you want to do that day. It provides stress relief, and it can help create this sense of calm amid chaos, which we all need. 
when you are less overwhelmed with everything going on, a few minutes of planning in the morning increases the likelihood of you being more productive throughout the day. And with daily planning, you can also make it a point to prioritize things outside of work. It's not just for work, but other things that important that are important to your well-being, like times with family and friends, hobbies, fun activities, self-care activities. Those are things that need to go on your schedule too. Of course, I put everything in my calendar. Work, family, church things, friends, I mean, everything goes in there so that I can see everything. And yes, y'all, I am a little anal about this, but I have a I'm an Apple person, so everything goes into my eye calendar, and I have it color-coded. So I have work as one color. Um, personal things are purple, personal purple, see? Um, so I have it all color-coded so I can look at it at a glance and see, oh, this is what I'm doing there. And and do I always follow it exactly? No. Sometimes things come up, and I have to switch things around. It's okay. I just tap on the little block, and I move it somewhere else. So it's really easy. Okay, something else that you can do that can be helpful is to read something inspiring. Start your day off with positive or motivational content. Reading is self-care. It is good for your brain. It nourishes your soul. Well, I guess it depends on what you're reading. Let me say if you're reading good things. Um, Some of the benefits of reading, it stimulates your brain, helps reduce stress, enhances knowledge. It improves your vocabulary. People who read have a much better vocabulary. Improves your your memory and cognitive function. It boosts focus and concentration. Develops stronger analytical skills. Increases empathy because especially if you're reading about things that other people have gone through, you do become more empathic toward other people. It encourages self-expression and self-identity. It is a healthy and affordable source of entertainment. In my quiet time, I alternate between reading good devotional books and using some of the plans in the Bible app. And y'all, I love the Bible app. It's one of my favorite things. Um, But they have different verses and different devotional plans on there. I started a new plan on there today because I got to a stopping point in the book that I was using. I forgot which plan it is. Oh, I think it... mm, It's a video plan and I can't think what it is. Anyway, it's a good one going to be good next in the morning have a devotional time y'all this is i really believe critical use a daily devotional book or an app to increase your spiritual growth and understanding spending a few minutes with god especially first thing in the day it just calms your mind it reduces stress you feel more grounded more balanced more focused more ready to take on whatever your day is going to bring and it gets your day started on a positive note and headed in the right direction. And as I said, I use the Bible app every morning. It's free, y'all. It's free. And it's there's a daily devotional with the verse of the day and guided prayer. There's also a full Bible. You can get it in like any translation that you want. And there's a ton of plans to choose from. One of the other reasons I really like the Bible app is because it actually originated from a church in Edmond, Oklahoma, where I used to live. It's called Life Church. I lived in Edmond for about 25 years. It is a great app. It's one that I contribute to regularly. And God is using it to reach people all around the world. So if you don't have it, you need to get it. It's a good one. Another thing that you can do to help yourself have a really good day is to practice deep breathing. 
Take a few deep breaths in and out to increase oxygen flow and reduce stress. And this is a powerful way to calm yourself down because you're just taking a few deep, mindful, slow breaths in and out in the morning. It boosts your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, helps prepare you for a great day. This is something I've done deep breathing for years, years and years. And I automatically now do this when I start feeling stressed or anxious. I don't even have to tell myself, okay, I'm getting stressed. Breathe deeply. No, I just find myself automatically. And I can feel myself calming down. So a lot of times in the morning, I mean, it does happen. You're looking at your day and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have this meeting and my, I have to get my kid here and I have to do this and this. And you just can feel your stress starting to increase. Start doing some deep breathing. I promise you it will help. Okay. This is one I feel like I shouldn't have to say it, but I'm going to. And that is to practice personal hygiene. Y'all, take a shower, brush your teeth, groom yourself. The reason I say this is because a lot of times if people are feeling depressed, especially, or even really anxious, they can neglect these things. And then you feel worse. I always feel better after I take a shower and maybe change my clothes. I feel better. I feel less grungy, especially in Texas in the morning because I I do, I walk my dog outside and uh, then sometimes I'll go for a walk or a run, depending on how hot it is. But a lot of times, I'm not a big sweater, but even I, this summer, I would get back and I would just have that sticky, sweaty, yucky feeling everywhere. So much better after I take a shower. Ah, refreshed, clean, ready to go throughout the day. Okay, and practicing personal hygiene not only keeps us clean and healthy, but it also helps boost our confidence and productivity throughout the day. We feel better when we have taken care of ourselves. It That morning hygiene routine sets the tone for the rest of the day. It helps us start the day with a clean slate, and just get ready for the day ahead. So it's an important thing to do. Something else that we can do is to avoid negative influences, especially in the morning. How many of y'all, first thing in the morning, get on your phone? You get on social media. I see those hands out there. I see that hand. My dad was a preacher, so I'm used to saying that. Yeah, a lot of you do. I used to. I do still check my phone first thing in the morning because I have a son and his wife and a grandson and another grandchild on the way who live out of state. And then I have family in different places. So I do check to see if any calls or, you know, uh, messages came through. And then I check the weather, but I don't get on social media. It's depressing. It, it, It produces anxiety. So if you're doing that, stop it. I don't even really watch the news much anymore. I just check the weather on my phone. Um, But be aware of what you are watching or reading, books, music, TV programs, movies, videos, social media. You need to choose content that aligns with your faith because it really has a big influence on us. And uh, along with avoiding uh, negative influences, another negative influence, sadly, can be really toxic people. There are some people that we really do need to make an effort to not spend too much time with. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. 
They are always moaning and groaning or complaining, and they're trying to pull you down with them. And who needs that? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not saying cut them off completely, especially if they're family, but you may want to try to reduce your contact with them. Then another one, I love this one, is dress well. Whether you are dressing up for church at Easter or going out of town, dressing well can work wonders for your mental health. It really does. You find yourself feeling more confident and better prepared to encounter others when you feel well-dressed. Choosing an outfit that makes you feel confident and ready to tackle the day has some of the following benefits. When we look good, we feel good. You've probably heard that. Y'all, if we hang around the house in PJs all day, and so many people did this during COVID, it's easy to get depressed and to get nothing done. And I'm sorry, Ben's watching shows on Netflix is not getting something done. That does not count. But if you make yourself get up, get dressed, look good, you're more likely to feel good and get some things accomplished. And color matters. I love this one. The right colors can provide a pick-me-up. Bright and colorful clothes are often associated with, big surprise, happiness, cheerfulness, and energy. Wear something bright and fun if you want to have a sunny day, no matter what the weather looks like. Get out there. So another thing that we can do, and I really like this one, is to connect with loved ones. Call. Get together. Send a text to a family member or friend. And there are benefits in staying connected to people we love. It increases our happiness. And one research study, well, actually several, have found that a key difference between very happy people and less happy people is good relationships. Better health. Loneliness is associated with a higher risk of blood pressure and uh, of high blood pressure, sorry. Higher risk of high blood pressure. I'll get it. Um, also, a longer life. People with strong social and community ties are two to three times less likely to die. So I'm the oldest of five siblings. Four of us are still living. We all have families. And, and I have a ton of nieces and nephews and now grandkids. So a lot of times we'll do these group texts. We'll get them going between ourselves. And I'm, I always laugh because we all tend to have this kind of smart mouth gene and we crack our, each other up. So it's, it's not only connecting, but it's humor. I mean, it does. It makes me chuckle throughout the day. Another really amazing way to start off your day is to praise or worship God. So good. So sing songs. Uh, that express your love and gratitude to him. Some of the benefits of this are praise lifts your spirit. It also helps you sense God's present presence. It reveals solutions we can't see. It helps us remember God's blessings. It enlists his protection, which we all need. And it breaks chains and open doors. Y'all, I totally believe that. Now, some of you are not particularly musical. I get that. I have a solution, though. Go to YouTube and find some praise and worship songs there and listen and sing along. It's a great experience. And if you sing it less than tunefully, who cares? The Bible says make a joyful noise. It does not say make a tuneful noise, which is a good thing for a lot of us. Okay, another one that you can do is to avoid screen overload. I kind of talked about this a little bit on the social media thing, but limit your exposure to screens in the morning to reduce distractions. 
too much social media, too much being online, even gaming can contribute to stress and reduce productivity. If you're not sure if this is an issue for you, try this. Go a week or two not looking at any screens until you've been up for at least an hour. It had some studies that do this. Odds are that you will be more intentional about how you spend your time. You will feel less stressed with the usual morning annoyances that are always there, and you will feel happier and calmer overall. So when I'm having my quiet time, my phone is muted, and I have it turned down so that it won't distract me. Because even though I always mute it, I used to leave it face up. And every time something flashes up there, I'd, I'd look, what is that? So now I just turn it down. I, I don't even see it. Less distracting. And the last thing that I'm going to suggest today to start your day off well is to set spiritual goals. Kind of reflect on your spiritual journey and set some goals for personal growth for yourself. Some examples of what spiritual goals might be would be to be more forgiving, to listen to God more, learn to recognize his voice, give things over to God, y'all. Quit trying to control and fix everything yourself. And I'm talking to myself as well. Work on being kinder. We should all be doing that. And instead of asking God for what we want, ask him to give you the desires of his heart. This is something that I have prayed for the past several years. Give me the thoughts, the attitudes and desires of your heart, not of mine. Because it's better. It saves time. I can get sidetracked so often thinking that the things that I want are really what I need to have, and they may not be. So I try to give God permission. You give me what you want me to have. And if I'm asking for something I shouldn't have, ignore it. Because you know better than I do. He does. I promise. Okay. Next week, I will have some more of these. But remember that establishing a morning routine is going to take some time. So start doing just a few of these things. And oh, I don't know if I said this. Do not try to do every single one. You will never get out your front door. Don't even. Don't go there. So just pick three or four. Do some of those. And then once you get those going, if you want to incorporate a couple more, that's fine. But again, these are suggestions overall. Okay. Fun fact about Waco, Texas. The annual walk for homelessness by Mission Waco takes participants to a lot of organizations that work together to serve our neighbors experiencing homelessness in Waco. That sounds so cool. The event showcases the resources that are available and shows how you can help people who, who need help. So for $50, walkers can donate a new pair of shoes for someone. Mission Waco will take the person to pick out their own pair of shoes. I love that. They have a donation page and the walk that they do is two miles through downtown. It starts at the Meyer Center and concludes at Church Under the Bridge. I've talked about them before, which is something that Mission Waco sponsors. And there is transportation center available to take people um, back to the mayor center. So there's no registration required if y'all are in the area. And I thought this would say the day on there, and it doesn't. It's coming up pretty soon. Oh, actually, by the time this podcast goes out, it will have been done. It'll be over. So don't worry about it. Okay. So along with this podcast and Waco Hypnosis Center, I do public speaking. If you are interested in having me for an event, you can contact me through my website at www.drmelissarich.com or you can email me at info at drmelissarich.com. 
And y'all, if you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope that you did, because I really try to make it helpful and entertaining, please do one or more of the following. Follow the episode or, or the podcast. Write me a review. I would love that. Um, or share the episode. I am working at building up my audience. And I do okay on social media, but I know some of you guys are amazing. So I would love any help that you can give me. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you will be back next week. And this is Dr. Melissa Rich, Taking Care of Your Temple podcast. <music>